Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories mixed with Am I the Arsehole as well. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Existing Claim 6030, who says, Would I be the arsehole for firing an employee whose wife is very, very sick? when our work covers is health insurance. Recently, I learned that our company is doing layoffs and I'll have to let one person among my four subordinates go. It came down to choosing one of the three least experienced ones who were all hired about two years ago. A month ago, I would have said they are all roughly in the same ballpark of competence. I say a month ago because a few weeks ago, one of the three, I call him A, began dealing with hardship. A's wife was hospitalized and is now very, very sick. I remember A once said the doctors couldn't reassure him she'd make it through. As A tells us, he's now caring for their two inconsolable children alone and constantly having to go visit his wife. Now, obviously, none of that is any of my or my company's business. What is is how A's work performance and productivity has plummeted. Since returning from his initial leave of a few days, he's constantly showing up late, leaving early and is a lot less productive and focused during the day when he is here and is often on phone calls. We've politely tried to tell him we needed him to focus as this is causing a significant and notable reduction in our team's efficiency. But he always just apologetically says yes, only to not really change and of course, it's hard to insist further. Of course, I'm 99% sure he needs the job because our company has really good healthcare coverage. So I'm sure if we lay him off, that's going to affect him for the worse. I'm guessing I'm not familiar with the specifics of how it all works or if A has other insurance. But the fact that he didn't leave the job for longer suggests to me he doesn't. I tried to explain to HR and my superiors about this and how it would be very bad for team morale for me to lay him off. The others all know. He's been pretty open about this to us and asked for more time or something. They told me the downsizing decision was set in stone well above them and there was nothing they could do. One of them suggested FMLA, which I just googled that and I think that's the Family and Medical Leave Act. But our local office of the company only has about 40 employees and we're in a small town. That's way more than 75 miles away from any other locations. So I think that means he'd be ineligible. Initially, my attitude was that this is a job and I needed to keep emotions out of it. Don't blame me, blame capitalism and the American healthcare system. But I heard some differing opinions from friends and family. That's why I'm posting here. They made me reconsider. The one that made me question my stance the most was when one basically asked, paraphrasing, hey, you have a lot of experience and are fairly well off and wouldn't have trouble finding other work in this market. 
that's all true. So if you just complied, you really have a right to pin all the blame on the system instead of taking personal responsibility. I kinda wasn't 100% sure what to say. So Reddit, would I be the asshole for laying A off? Should I lay off one of the other two employees still performing competently instead? Now I've got, I've got a bit of a question to you guys on this one because I'm a bit clueless on this and it sounds like it's from the US. I'm not 100% sure. His work is, you know, not as good as it usually is because of what's going on at home, his unfortunate circumstances with his wife. Now, if the company was to fire him because of this or because they're doing layoffs, but basically that's the reason for it because his performance and productivity have plummeted because of the reason, you know, that he's struggling at home at the moment, would that count as unfair dismissal? Could that get them in legal hot water for firing him because of that? I know someone has to go in this situation. Doesn't that put the company in danger of getting in trouble for that? Again, I haven't got a clue. That's just a question that popped into my head. But Numtini says, you're the asshole. Their work has always been fine. They're currently dealing with extreme circumstances. Essentially, you are laying them off because of their wife's illness. That's abominable. Many Boysenberry questions that saying, it's not necessarily because of the illness. It's due to the decline in performance. Yes, it's declining due to the family issues, but now A is the lowest performing member. So would you let one of the others go when they've been putting in more hours and producing better work? Big old Jelly Donut says you're the arsehole 1000%. Just change places with him. How would you handle it? You ever had a severely sick partner? Well, I have and the stress is unbearable. You have to live with yourself. I couldn't be that cold and uncaring. Just somebody else replies to that saying, while this is true, he isn't doing it from choice. His company is saying he has to lay off one. Would it be better to lay off someone else who is working hard? It's not fair how one guy's wife illness should mean another guy should lose their job. It's just a shitty situation and unfortunately one that has no right answer in my opinion. Zora replies that one saying, yeah, if ever a post call for everyone sucks here, it's this one because OP is being an asshole because everyone above OP is being even more of an asshole. And the biggest asshole and root problem is the fact that healthcare is linked to your job, which is completely bonkers when you think about it. Everyone sucks here. And that includes everyone who continues to support the idea that your healthcare should be linked to your job. Naptivist says, no one's an asshole here, but please don't lay him off. I hear what you're saying about his job performance, but this is one of the hardest moments of his life. It would literally not be possible for him to continue working at his normal level with what's going on. If you don't know what that's like, consider yourself lucky. One day you will. The loss of this insurance may mean the loss of her healthcare and by extension, her life. I'm also going to say another thing. I've been in the working world for a good while and I've seen human beings show up to the detriment of their family and life when a company is struggling. I've seen them work 18-hour days, miss holidays and birthdays, work until their health was affected. They support these companies with their actual lives when the company is struggling. But the companies we work for rarely do the same for us when we struggle. But they should. You have the ability to decide what your company looks like. It's important to remember it's a job. It's not our life. It's just the way we pay for our life. This man is facing the loss of the person he chose for life. The person who was likely more important to him than his own self. Take care of him and when this time is over, you'll remember and be an even better and more dedicated employee. P. 
People over profits is a culture and it's all in the little decisions, but especially in big ones like this. And Leopard replies to this one. There's a lot of replies to the initial comments on this one asking, well, what's the choice then? What choice would you make? But Leopard replies that saying, but what about the employee that does get laid off in place of the underperforming one? Does their life challenges matter less? The hard truth is that the employee with a sick wife is unlikely to be at full productivity for quite a while, through no fault of their own, meaning the remaining two members are going to have to double their workload. That doesn't seem fair. I think OP has to go ahead with a layoff, but provide as much support as possible. Maybe he can convince the company to continue the health insurance for at least a couple of months. And reading this is making me feel absolutely incredibly blessed for the last company I worked for before I, I done this YouTube thing. <laughs> and I'll tell you a little bit about it at the end, but existing claim then puts a comment in this post with an update and then there's another update as well. So it says, hey everyone, thanks for all the responses. I wasn't expecting this to blow up. I don't have time to go through and reply to nearly everything, so I'll just provide some info here. I have to make this choice by Friday morning so that HR can be ready to deliver the news at the start of next week. I really have no flexibility here. Our higher-ups told us the downsizing decision was completely out of their hands and by the company's brass. They had to decide how many people from which departments to lay off in our locations across the country. They included a handful of people in our office, especially one person in my team. They told me this decision was final with no alternatives and there was nothing they could do or I could do without risking our own jobs but insubordination anyway. Speaking of that, I'm not ready to go down the refusing protest route because I have no guarantee they won't just lay off A anyway. So to me, that's a pointless sacrifice. From talking to HR, unfortunately, A wouldn't be eligible for FMLA. For the reasons I said, this 75-mile radius doesn't have at least 50 employees. Fortunately, he would be eligible for COBRA, but once the grace period ends. He'd have to pay the premiums, which they estimated to come out to about $500 a month. The severance package would also be, since only two years, four weeks of pay. So it's better than nothing, but still, between a short-term severance and non-eligible premium cost, and the fact that his wife's condition doesn't seem like it will be reversed anytime soon, is still going to jeopardize his life. Regarding the choice of who to fire, A and the other two subordinates at his seniority level all had the same start date and were hired in the same round of hiring. So last in, first out doesn't really help here. If you're wondering, the fourth subordinate is the most senior and our de facto second in command, so he's definitely off the table. Unfortunately, per company policy, I'm not permitted to tell any of my subordinates of this upcoming layoff, regardless of whether or not I plan to select them. It's standard procedure in the corporate world as that can make things very messy, especially since we work with sensitive data. The procedure is let it all be known at once rather than let anxiety and rumors fly about. So asking the others if they'd volunteer in advance isn't an option. I'm also doubtful they'd agree because in this small town, the specific industry is rather competitive. I'm torn. My current intention is review some metrics from before a month ago to see who would have gotten the boot if the guy's sick wife wasn't sick. But I can't argue with what some of you said about how morale and my reputation among my subordinates would be irreparably damaged if I got rid of this guy. I can't predict how the others would take it, 
On the other hand, our team is already going to be struggling doing a five-person job with a four-person team, and that problem will only worsen if one of those four is an underperformer. For reference today, he was even less productive than he's usually been these past weeks, but we've all continued to be patient and understanding. So there really is no right answer here. I definitely will offer glowing recommendations and job hunting advice to whoever I do let go though. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Then OP comes in with a full update, which says update to my previous post about would I be the asshole if I laid off A, whose performance plummeted due to his wife being very sick. For clarity here, B and C are the other two subordinates who were layoff candidates. A, B and C all had the same start date as prior to A's wife's sickness. I would say they were all in the same ballpark of competence. B equals my head lead subordinate and our team's de facto second in command, who was always off the table for the pick due to his seniority and role importance. Me, B, HR and our office's head discussed the situation and potential ramifications extensively. We eventually agreed that we'd defer the decision to a review of pre-July metrics to see which employee would have been canned if this happened before A's wife got sick. HR said that it'd be important for legal reasons no matter who picked. I'll clarify that me and D did this review ourselves with full transparency into the evaluation process. So it's impossible that someone outside our team Budged the review to target A. Tragically, indeed, A had the lowest score, although it was not by much at all. A's assessment of pre-July metrics and role importance came out the lowest. We agreed that I could offer B and C the opportunity to take the layoff and severance package instead. We met with them privately and explained the situation with the layoff and A. They were understandably shocked, but they both declined. One of them mentioned they themselves have a family to support and As I alluded in the previous post, this small town is unfortunately not much of a candidate market, especially in this specific industry. Thankfully, and I misunderstood this initially, me and HR had a miscommunication. All the employees being laid off will have an extension of employer-paid health insurance in their severance packages, so A won't even have to pay any COBRA fees for a few months at least. Come Tuesday morning, we laid off the chosen people in our office, including A was mentally exhausting a lot of tears and shocked faces but we explained the severance package and health coverage i personally mentioned to a i was open to being a reference if he needed one a actually reached out to me b c and d via email that night and thanked us for being a great team though we had some choice words about our company unsurprisingly the four of us have been adjusting to our new workflow and 
other than A not being here. I don't feel much is changing our relationships. Of course, I understand and I'm sure HR understands that B and C might be updating their resumes now. So that's all, at least for now. There was never going to be a good ending here, but at least A's health insurance is being extended. So he can use that time to adjust and he can use the free time in his day to commit to helping his family. He was very clearly struggling with balancing that with work. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? What would your decision have been in that particular story? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And as I said, I was extremely thankful. It made me think of my previous job and what I went through over the last three years with, with my parents and another relative. It was basically three years of loved family members with cancer and heart-related diseases. That's my mum. So my mum had a heart-related disease. Was said she's only going to be with us for three weeks past the next week. And my dad, who had a year's worth of mesothelioma and only had a year with us. Another family member who had pancreatic cancer. And she was meant to have like, I think it was six to nine months and only had three weeks. And every time I had to tell my work, like, I need some time off. It almost became a joke by the end of it and i know that sounds like really really dark but like the first one like with my with my mum and going in and saying you know my mum's very ill and my boss immediately because he could see that i was upset he said do you want a hug and we were the only people in the office at the time it was like the end of the day and and stuff like that and he said do you want a hug and it was like yes <laughs> i want a hug and he gave me a hug and it was like amazing and he just said in that moment take all the time you need come back when you're ready just take the time you need and and I, th I, I sort of took it with a pinch of salt you know to, don't take the piss with it but take the time you need at the same time which I did I took a couple of weeks and, and my mum passed away etc and it's an awful time and then I took some more time for like the funeral and helping arrange that and stuff and my other relative with pancreatic cancer and I had to leave work early because of that and take some time off as well and that's the one that I saw pass away right then and there and that was an absolute tragic time for the family and took more time away. And then, of course, my father, who had a year's worth of stuff and it was chemo visits, doctor's appointments and just so much stuff where I had to be in and out of work all the time and my work all the way through it. And after reading that, I'm just even more shocked. You know, they were still saying, don't worry, don't panic. Just don't think about work. Take the time you need to get away. And for me, it was a real struggle. Even though they were saying these things, you still think about bloody hell, I'm taking the piss though here, you know? But when a company shows you empathy like that, and it is really amazing and it makes you want to work harder for them. Eventually I went to YouTube and they were understanding about that as well. But, <laughs> but anyway, as per we've done a couple of videos at the moment, I'm going to cover a couple of little wholesome sides just to finish you off here. So we're going to start off with by the way, let me know if you like these sort of ones at the end. From Andrea Rabs, who says, I was in London and was supposed to be flying home that day. Walking down the street with my two suitcases towards the tube station, nice and early on my way to Heathrow with plenty of time. Silly me didn't realize that when the sign said there was going to be a tube strike on the day you fly home, that means the tube is completely closed. I thought it just meant delays or something. I don't know. I started walking towards the bus station a few blocks away, desperately trying to come up with plan B. A young man comes up to me and offers to help me carry my suitcases. He asks where I'm going and I say Heathrow, which is an hour away at this point and time until my flight is running short. It starts raining. He says you'll never make it there on time on the buses. 
He calls me a cab, then finds a little awning where we can sit and wait for the cab and stay out of the rain. He lets me use his phone to transfer money to pay for the cab. Mine didn't have service outside my home country. We sat and chatted for 30 minutes waiting for this cab and he made me feel so much less panicked. I just couldn't believe the kindness he showed to some random person on the street and I've never been able to find him again online to thank him. Captain Salty Pants says Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon just came out in theaters. I've been planning to go see it on my next day off. I didn't have a car so relied on the bus. The day of the movie came and there was a snowstorm. I walked down to get the bus and there was a sign saying all buses cancelled due to snow. I was super bummed out and walked over to the local coffee shop. I ordered a coffee and was telling the owner how disappointed I was that I couldn't get to the movies. There was an older woman sitting in the shop and she overheard us. She looked at me and said, I really want to see that movie too. Let's go. I'll drive. To that day, me and a perfect stranger went out to lunch and to see a movie together. About a year later, I started seeing this guy in town and his downstairs neighbor was the lady who took me to the movies all those months earlier. I'd stopped by her house for her to get a sweater before the movies. I told the guy, me and your neighbor went to see Crouching Tiger together. He was like, that was you. She went on and on about how cool it was to go to the movies with you. And let's have one more from Puntastic who says... I just had lost my job and my dad had his card stolen. He was waiting on the bank but completely out of food and living in an old run-down RV. I would have figured something out. I'd die before I let him starve. Right as he's almost in tears talking to me about it, someone knocked on the door. A lady had food for someone in an RV. But those people had vacated the parking lot and she wanted to know if my dad needed any. Some sort of local helping hands organization. There was everything from canned goods to fresh meat, milk, pasta, everything. She had bought it with her own money and didn't want it to go to waste. I'll never forget the timing or her generosity. I wonder if she already knew in that one, like she knew he was like a proud man and wouldn't accept like charity or something like that. So she just came up with this story to for him to accept the food. Whatever it is, it's an absolute wonderful story and a wonderful person as well. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And once again, if you do enjoy the little wholesome stories that we find around the internet as well, I love to read them to you. Hopefully give you a little boost at the end of the stories. But once again, a huge thank you for spending your time with me today, getting involved in the channel, showing your love towards the stories, towards the OPs in the stories and towards one another down in the comments below. It's absolutely amazing. Keep doing you, keep being fantastic. And hopefully I'll see you in the next one. Take care, guys, and much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. 